This episode of Date Night is supported by ED Wine Company. If you're located in the GTA, Hamilton, Kitchener, or Guelph, you need to check out ED Wine Company. Somalia Elizabeth Davies curates four wines for you and delivers them right to your door. Each bottle comes hand-wrapped with tasting notes about what you're sipping. It's an approachable way to explore the world of wine and helps you learn a thing or two along the way. So check them out on Instagram at edwineco and go to edwine.ca to sign up for either a monthly delivery or just a single wine package, whatever works best for you. And when you sign up, make sure to use the promo code thisfamilytree10 to get 10% off. Again, that's edwine.ca and thisfamilytree10. But Alex. Yeah, Shane. Let date night begin. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm here with my husband, Shane. We are live recording on TikTok. And I hope we don't suck, but that we rock. (laughs) So welcome to date night. Good job, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. So Shane, this is a weird one. But before we get into explaining why this is such a weird podcast night for us, let's do our wine tasting. Okay. Now, for the people just listening for the first time, I mean, we do have a TikTok audience here, not to reveal (laughs) what's going on. But what do we do on every episode? All right. So every episode, Shane and I open up a new bottle of wine that we get in our ED wine subscription. And it's a bottle of wine we have never tried. And we try to guess the tasting notes that come with the package. So Shane, tonight we are drinking. I'm sorry if you are Italian. Capolino Perlingieri Falangina 2019. That was actually one of your best reads. <laughs> well, cheers. Let's do uh, let's do the tasting. Okay, I think this is a smoother type of wine. It's thick. Do you taste that thickness? Yes, and it doesn't have the bite. I find a lot of white wines, you know, have that little feeling in the back of your throat. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when you're young and you're drinking those cheap wines yes. and it's like, ah, like that, gross, yeah. that weird aftertaste. No, this is like, it's thick. It's kind of creamy, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Is it nutty? To me, it has, it's buttery. Like that one mm-hmm. wine we had, that one amazing white yes. wine. But this is not oaky. It doesn't have like that buttery oakiness. You okay. know what I mean? To me, butter though. Maybe it's because it looks like melted butter. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. For me, it's like creamy and it's like nutty. So... Let's do the read. I'm going to yeah. read the tasting notes. So tasting notes come from Elizabeth Davies, who is the sommelier that does this wine company. So she says, I haven't included a phalangina for you before. Have you ever tried this white grape native to Campania, Italy? It is pronounced, oh, thank goodness, phalangina. Oh, I got it right. Phalangina. You're welcome. And it is quite tasty, if you ask me. Lemon curd, honeycomb, and almond. Did you say almond? I said nutty. I wouldn't have guessed almond. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was thinking like cashews. (laughs) It also has a slightly tacky mouthfeel, kind of like eating plain yogurt. So I guess that's the thickness. Refreshing, bright acidity and minerality are the icing on the cake. I enjoyed this wine with scallops and lemon and fresh pea risotto. It was mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. I love this wine. And uh, yeah, we have two people watching right now. So you know what? We're not going to be so self-conscious about this. We're going to (laughs) see... We're going to see if the audience grows over time. Let's do it. So for our listeners who are not on TikTok and are listening just on a regular podcast, we're recording on TikTok. Shane, we tried to find a way to make date night even more romantic. And this is the best thing that we could come up with recording live on TikTok. I'm experimental. You know, I like trying new things. And this was recommended to me to try to gain a TikTok following to go live. It could fail. It could succeed. But... (laughs) You know, it's like our marriage. We'll try anything to make it work. That, that, see, I like that, although that makes it seem like a negative thing. But Shane and I have had a rough day, rough few days. And, you know, I think this whole. Wait, what is this? Invitation to go live to get. No, um, we, we, we can't have anybody on. That's interesting. I've never seen that. He wants to go live with us. We can do that another time. That's weird. I've I never know. seen that. Okay. So people are now asking to join our conversation. It'd be interesting. But yeah, we've had we've had a rough time. So tonight is kind of all over the place anyway. Shane had to work late. I had to I spent an hour trying to pick up our food. It was just a mess. And why the heck not throw this weird other aspect into the date night because it's already kind of wonky exactly so you produce the episode so you're going to be asking every question so i'm just going to give you the my the password to my phone okay it's one two three four one two yeah 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 just keep doing that well i couldn't get it to that screen all right so again anybody on tiktok feel free to ask a question so shane first question of the night what is the worst thing that i've introduced you to so i like i was thinking movies like what is the worst movie that i introduced you to okay it might not be the movie okay you have introduced me to this movie but i've never seen it 
Mm-hmm. But it's a constant thing in our life. It's called <laughs> beyond the maddening crowd. Madding, madding. Madding crowd. <laughs> and I've always called it maddening because something about it irritates me. Any show we're watching, it's like, I know her. How do I know her? Oh, beyond the madding crowd. Oh, that man. Oh, I like him for some reason. Why do I like him? Oh, he's an extra in beyond the madding crowd. Like, could this movie like cool it a little bit in a relationship? It almost feels like that movie is your ex. Do you know what uh, I mean? Okay, you have, I get what you like, mean. Is that a very hot movie or something? I don't, honestly, Shane, I don't even remember that well. I just remember that I liked it. I watched it. So in our first year, I, I think it was our first year being married, you went to Coachella. So when you were at Coachella for work, I rented this movie and I watched this movie when I was home alone. And I really liked it. And I like developed a kind of connection with this movie, even though I had only seen it once. It was like my first time kind of being alone since we had gotten married for a significant period of time, which is like four days. And I think I was just like relying on this movie to give me loving vibes. Because what era around. is this? Is this like set it's, in know, a. It's like Carrie. Oh, it's what era is it? Oh, a long time ago. Oh, okay. Oh, like I, I, don't, I don't like period pieces like that. It's not like your typical like Gwyneth Paltrow or Kira Knightley period piece. It's it's like one woman and she's competing for the love, if I recall properly. <laughs> she's competing for the love of three men. Or she like three men are in love with her and she's trying to figure out like who to who to be with. Mm, that's your fantasy. I know, <laughs> I know why you like that movie. Uh, that because when i met you it was all like all oh, these guys are after me shane and get like, out of here yeah, there was an element to that well there were guys but, after me but you were constantly reminding me of that like oh well, you're like lucky to be here you know you are babe yeah but the more you talked <laughs> about it the less lucky i felt to be there you know what i mean well all right so wait can you guess can you guess the my least favorite movie that you introduced me to oh it's just movies now well, that I thought was, it was least favorite thing. Well, I had movies in mind when I wrote the question. Tell me. Ugh. St. Elmo's Fire. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I just love the theme song to it. Da-na-na. I don't even remember the theme song. When I think of this movie, all I think of is that stupid scene where the one woman is like, she's having, she's Demi going Moore. To, is yeah. it Demi Moore? Yeah. <laughs> was she trying to commit suicide? Yes. Okay, so she's in a room and she it's cold outside and she opens up all the windows and it's this very cinematic scene and she's sitting in this cold room and all the windows are open and the drapes are flying. It looks very beautiful, but it's like supposed to be scary. The whole movie was odd. Odd. It was odd, but I love Andrew McCarthy. I love... Emilio Estevez? Emilio... <laughs> I felt like I was Emilio Estevez when I was younger, like in the way he's obsessed with Andy McDowell, who, by the way, I love Andy McDowell. I, lo- yeah, I love I her love- in Groundhog Day. Andy love- McDowell's amazing. I love her daughter. What's her daughter's name again? Margaret Qualley. Yes. So I have a thing for that movie. I have a- in much in the same way you like Madding, Madding Crowd. Yeah. I like St. Almost <laughs> Fire. It's like I have a crush on the movie. Okay, see, I get that. That that actually mm-hmm. makes sense to me because I think I have a crush on that movie, Far From the Madden Crowd. And I, you know, I feel like I can describe other movies that way too, like you have a crush on them. Okay, so seeing Elmo's Fire, is it, now you were saying thing, like is there another thing that I introduced you to that you dislike more than Far From the Madden Crowd, which is a movie you haven't seen? Uh, that's the main thing I can think of right now. <laughs> I'm sure something else will come to mind. Is there anything... For me that I've introduced you to? Maybe. And here's the thing. I'm complicit. I am involved in it now. But uh, working hard. I I hate working hard. And you have introduced me to working hard. And now I can't stop. It's like not the sense of working hard. Where it's like you take pride in a project. And do it with all of your might. But it's like the type of working hard. Where you're turning your date night into a live tiktok feed and it's like that's the same for me because let's face it here i was just eating a breakfast one day enjoying my time Mm. i I used to enjoy my weekends right and then alex goes do you know what would be awesome if we started like a social media account we just made our lives look awesome and everyone (laughs) everyone sent us free stuff and i was like do you really want to do this because we could do this like i feel like you know Mm. on this tiktok live the very first comment was i love your wife so I'm like, people are going to like you, Alex. So you're like, yes, let's do it. And then we happen to see your cousin as we're leaving. 
And you just told her right away. You go, guess what we're doing? We're starting a social media account and we're going to get very popular and people are just going to send us free things. We're just going to live like a life of leisure. Little did you know. No, you didn't say we're going to live a life of leisure. But that was the tone of your Mm -hmm. voice. It implied that it was going to be so easy. Our lives are are going to be simple and we would just sit back. Social media is beep hard. It is beep and hard. It requires so much. I have so much respect for I'm people. I'm actually going to throw beeps in here so people think we're swearing, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I have so much respect for people that do do this for a living because it's it's incredibly hard. You have so many balls bouncing. It is so hard to just keep everything going and, and know what you have going on, especially if you're a person like me who's terrible at this kind of thing. Oh, like when you talk to someone like Lauren Everts of Skinny Confidential. Oh, my gosh. She's probably the hardest working person, one of the hardest working people, but from the outside, it would just seem like, oh, she's just someone who got lucky or she just sits back and gets Mm -hmm. stuff sent to her. It's like nonstop. It has to be one of the harder jobs you get the least amount of credit for and you get made fun of so much for getting into. It's so persistent. It it can be humiliating. It is so persistent. Yeah. No, I I agree with the humiliating thing. Okay. Well, especially when you've got two followers on live right now. <laughs> good for them all right so the next question shane what is your favorite vacation that we've ever taken and our, why and why our honeymoon i'd always mm. fantasized and put on a pedestal a honeymoon mm, me too it just seemed like you get married and you go to the best place in the entire world and nothing matters and you're just riding the sea of love and i always wanted to get married quick so the honeymoon still felt like the honeymoon phase because sometimes mm-hmm. you're in a relationship yeah. for five years. You go on the honeymoon, you're already getting in that little bicker mode and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we're just still fresh in love. I like it. We get whisked away. There's an infinity pool. We're just, there's, oh n- there's no children. It was an amazing vacation. It lived up to everything I wanted it to be. We were eating fresh pastries every morning. We Those had apple a, turnovers. We had a really funny event. That I can't talk about, but something very <laughs> memorable happened that we'll always joke about probably for the rest of our lives. And then there was also the thing where you were duped into oh my gosh. the the, the timeshare. I was duped into a timeshare. Not really, like we weren't going to get the timeshare, but I thought I won something and all I won was like a timeshare meeting. Yes. Essentially. Yeah, because <laughs> you grew up a lot just on that trip. Oh, you thank know. you, Shane. What? You did. <laughs> what was I like? Like... I was not a juvenile before we went on the trip. Your parents were still paying for your phone bill. Okay, we don't need to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) We can leave that out. But yes, they were. Thank you, mommy and daddy. Um, So I also put our honeymoon. So we went to St. Martin. We were on the... Depending where you are, though, it's St. Martin. St. Martin. So we were on the... um, I, I couldn't... I didn't know if we were on the the french side or the dutch side but we were on like the cusp but on we the went dutch to both side. oh you mean where we actually physically where stayed? we were staying so we were staying like on essentially the border of the french and the dutch side but we were on the dutch side except the closest beaches to us were the french beaches and they were gorgeous bay rouge there's a possibly a question there love i see a hey guys and i'm gonna say hey right back she said, ride that family plan as far as you can. <laughs> I will. Okay. But don't and be just, we'll sorry. get to, we'll like get to questions that was when a they funny come. Comment. But um, definitely the French beaches. If you go to St. Martin, Bay Rouge, Shane, that was the magical one. Remember we took that catamaran into there and it was like the most, the most picturesque beach you could think of. And like surrounded by palm trees, it's in this little cove. There's like kind of cliffs on the one side. The water was so clear just it was is that the one the birds were diving into no 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 babe this was the one that was just like the most beautiful swimming beach ever we went there on the catamaran we're like this is amazing we have to come oh, back okay. another way and then we went back another day and we were eating like barbecue like they had like, barbecue been drinking setups. on that catamaran yes okay yes <laughs> and uh it was it was incredible it was the most incredible beach and the place we stayed oh my god so we got this airbnb And it was just this beautiful home on the side of a cliff in a gated community. And she had an infinity pool like going over the cliff. Everything was just so beautifully decorated. It was immaculate. And we've we've told this story, but she was quite the character. She was a French woman. She fell in love with Alex right off the bat. She wanted us to 
kiss in front of her, which we obliged. She took a photo, which seems weird, very weird in hindsight. And then she offered us to stay an extra week before mm-hmm. we left. We also witnessed a threesome on a nude beach. And we saw birds diving into mm-hmm. the, the ocean all around us when it was like a, a kind of a like a sun. What's it, a sun shower? Yeah. So there was like a bit of a rainbow mm-hmm. and birds were diving and it was, it was very beautiful. And we watched a movie on a very rainy day called, <laughs> yeah. what was it called? Um, Wag the Dog. Wag the Dog. Who's in that? Is De Niro in that? Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And for we never just sit and watch movies on vacation, but we were enthralled by Wag the Dog. Yeah. And that's, that's where we learned the expression, change your horse midstream. Don't, don't change your horse midstream. Yeah. Don't change your horse midstream. Which was a phrase I thought my boss had invented because he had said two years earlier and we used it in a promo and I was like, that's such an odd expression, but my boss is so good at inventing those. And then my mind was just blown that he had not. See, when I think midstream, like, does that mean mid-race? Don't change your horse mid-race? Because yeah. when I think of stream, I think of pee because, you know, like the, the peeing like the racehorse thing. So I think of like, don't change your horse mid-pee and then it confuses me. So that does that, that phrase doesn't make sense to me, but I like it. What is the one thing you want to do together before we die? And you don't know when death is going to happen. So I'm interested to know too, is this something that we wanted, you would want to do soon or something you want to do later, assuming we're going to die old? (laughs) Why? No one takes that question as the (laughs) assumption we're going to die young. Let's take it the normal way, Alex. Like, are you thinking you're going to die young? So we have to do it now. I've been thinking about mortality a lot lately. Okay. Why? I've been thinking a lot about age lately. I had an interview about age recently, like today. And I've just been thinking a lot about aging and dying. And in the interview today, the woman I was speaking to who photographs aging women as a profession, she said at one point, and you know, when we get old, if we're lucky, and I was like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. we're lucky to get old. And that kind of shifted a perspective for me. What's the best age to die? Ooh, 101. So in that way you see an entire century and then just a little glimpse of the next one. And then you're like, all right, I'm I'm peacing out. I'm taking off. You guys enjoy this next hundo, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you want to do before you die? No, I'm asking you. You got to answer I'm, first. No, I don't. So many times you're like, I'll go first. <laughs> okay, you can I'll go. go first. What do you think? It's simple. I just want to, tra- I want to travel more places with you. Like so easy because everything we like to do, you just do when you're traveling. The only thing you do if you're traveling for fun is... You eat new places, you drink new places, you go swimming new places, and it's you meet new people. And it's the only thing that once we're like retired, aside from having an amazing like sports hub attached to our house where we have like our ping pong, our shuffleboard, tennis, basketball. I don't know how we're going to get rich enough for that. But, you know, aside from spending money on that, I just want to spend money on traveling. Okay, I definitely know what I want to do. I want to have a, I fantasize this about a long, for a long time, but it doesn't seem possible when you have children. But when the kids are gone, just film festivals, all day mm. film festivals. My dream is to do nothing mm-hmm. but sit on the couch and go through someone's filmography and just have, a, <laughs> like, I keep the blind shut. I pretend all day is nighttime. I just go movie after movie. And <laughs> some days I'll just go through Wes Anderson's first movie till his last. Tarantino's first to his last and we go all day all right. and then like who are we into right now Elliot Gould Elliot Gould I'd the love long to just goodbye. I'd love to just learn about him maybe read it starts with reading a book a week before about mm-hmm. like maybe we read his autobiography yeah. then we watch every movie he's made in a weekend and we just pig out and it's just the best time ever I'm into it babe I'm into it I especially like the idea of film festivals because then that's combining your thing with my thing. Because then we travel to film festivals. Like we'll go to Cannes. We'll go to wherever the heck else. You know what I mean? And no matter what person or movie or director we're exploring, mm-hmm. we always end with the maddening crowd. <laughs> Get out of That's here. That's the last movie we always watch. Will you ever watch what, that movie with me? What's it called again? Far From the Madding Crowd. That's such a bad title. It's, it's, it's based on a book. It's a book. Oh, then it's a good title. Never mind. Get out of here. They weren't trying to be like trendy, I guess, because they were just going after what I'm the book I'm not saying a called. good title is trendy. I'm saying that's a bad title. Well, are you going to watch it with me one day? Yes. It's going to be the movie that ends all of our film festivals, but it's just a movie. It's like a Netflix and chill movie. So you have it in the background. At- Whoa. Ah. What happened? How did you do that? 
Not broken. Not broken. Wow. How did you do that? I don't know. Shane, I'm usually the clumsy one. Like, what were you? Were you trying to look at the TikTok and take the sip? There's a lot going on right now. But what I'm saying is, it's a Netflix and chill movie, if you know what I mean. There you are. Okay. All fixed up. Let's see if there's any questions. Okay, we got a question. Ooh. What was the question? So what is a Canadian travel destination that you'd like to do next? We've already done it, and I want to do it again. Where? Out east. Well, okay. So That's pretty I will, generic. It's generic. Okay. Out so east? We, Shane and I love going to, we've gone to Nova Scotia and PEI a few times together, and those vacations have been incredible. Like, we've had so much fun. The first vacation out there was, it coincided with our first uh, anniversary, our first marriage anniversary, and we conceived baby Lucy out there and then we had her nine months later and that was just like such a special time it was so fun they have the best music out there don't they like every bar we went to the bands that played just had the coolest vibe because it was that like east coast fiddlers oh my gosh so good like so good and the one place that we haven't been out east is Newfoundland and we're dying to go to Newfoundland I want to go see the fjords so for me that's it what about for you we're, okay, I have it. I'd love to go to like a boring, sleepy town in like Saskatchewan or something. Saskatchewan? We can go to a sleepy town in Newfoundland. But I just want to see what the most boring place in Canada is like. I don't even know if none of it's boring, but I want to go to a place that's like nowhere. And Saskatchewan. Just, okay, let's go to Saskatchewan one day. Let's just ride through it on maybe on our travels to somewhere else. But I just want to know what it's like. I want to just meet the people. I want to meet real Canadians. Because when people do the imitations in movies and stuff, they're not doing our voice. Mm-hmm. They're doing the real Canadians. And I've never met one. You, yes, you, you, you must have. Who? I've seen Letterkenny. That's it. Yeah, but like in, even in high school, like think of Todd. He's like a real Canadian. No. I want the real deal. I want Saskatchewan. <laughs> to me, Canada is Saskatchewan. You know, I'm... Uh, guy from saskatchewan was like really in love with me at one point okay but then i'd have to move to saskatchewan so i had to i'm sure every man was in love with you at one point i'm just saying i i didn't want to go and spend my life in saskatchewan so i had to say sorry there was a girl in red deer who wanted me bad well there you go and you didn't want to move to red deer i wanted none of it (laughs) and then uh do you know where red deer is what province alberta oh there yeah yeah well, I know because this is a true story. And there was also a woman. Where was she? Yellowknife. Mm. She really wanted me. Who was that? I'm kidding. <laughs> Just naming cool places. Yeah. But Do yeah. you know where Yellowknife is? Yeah. Where is it? The Northwest Territories, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Shane. So Shane wants to do a sleepy town. A sleep. Okay. I've. A plan of action here. Sorry, it just came to me. <laughs> Tell me. Okay, so we've been talking for a while, like for a few years, we've been talking about how cool it would be to take a train trip, like on Canadian rail system. Yes, this is amazing. Okay, so we plan a trip at west. So we go to the mountains, to Vancouver. That is the final destination. The final destination could be like Salt Spring Island, which is a beautiful place to hang out. But on the way, we'll get off in the prairies and we'll walk around Saskatchewan, Okay. <laughs> How's that? And then you get your sleepy towns in. We get back on the train, finish the journey. Then we've seen it all. Okay. So we're both getting off in the prairies. Yes. Okay. I like <laughs> I like that. Okay. So. <laughs> but what is this train trip? Tell people about it. Oh, well, okay. What, what, I don't know. Canada has a railway. Let's, What's it called? I want other the, people to look it up. Is it the Great Canadian Railway or is that like an old game that we be. used to play? But Shane, is that the game that they'd have on all the elementary school computers when we were kids? Do you remember that? I had a truck game where I was doing yes. like truck stops. It yeah. was the Great Canadian. Well, you were a trucker. Yeah, but what, what was it called? Great Canadian Truck Man. And then you had to go to different places like yes, go it was, to Quebec City. It was so City. good. <laughs> that was the most fun thing you could do at school. Every time, every computer class we had, it was either you play that game or like you do like phonics, like hooked on phonics games. So nobody's playing like word games. What about the one that. where the whale jumps and you have to take a picture of it? I don't know that game. We weren't allowed to play that one, I guess. I peed my pants while playing that game. Shane. Hi, everyone. This is a date night first. We actually stopped recording on our last (laughs) date night. The TikTok, being on TikTok live made us feel really weird. Yeah. So we kind of paused for a minute and we were going to just stop being on TikTok live. But then someone 
buzz beamed us in on TikTok and requested to do a live with us. And it was this young 21-year-old kid who just wanted to talk to us. And then he was drinking. And then his dad came in and interrupted him and told him not to drink and be like his uncle. And it was this very interesting <laughs> scenario that we got sucked into. And before we knew it, we were doing a live for like 45 minutes. It was so fun. With this kid who was from when where was he, he from? was he's from, from kitchener. kw kitchener yeah. waterloo and uh so we're like okay we're gonna push the date night <laughs> to another date night we kind of have which is friday which is a more tame night where we just get pizza and have a, a drink not necessarily wine but we're going to resume on yeah. this beautiful friday as this light is just shining perfectly on you Alex. It's, it's a super gorgeous friday all right so my question is if you could choose one way to influence what I wear every day for the rest of our lives going forward, what would it be? And I'll start, okay? All right. So, sorry, my eye just started twitching at this moment. I would keep your hair long, and every day going forward, I would say half bun or full bun. No. Bun the, in your head. No, I'm just saying, Shane, I don't buns care. Buns cannot happen. I love a bun on you. You it, look amazing. It's the most embarrassing thing for me to be in. Some people probably pull off the bun great they can do it i know it had its heyday a few years ago but at this point i'm too insecure for a bun but do you realize how good you look with a bun no it doesn't look that good it looks amazing no, on you you do not have good male style i know what i like in a man and i like you in a bun no because there's so many times i walk out of a change room i'm like what do you think and you're like great and then i get home i'm like this isn't great at all this is terrible. I can never wear this again. And then I realized you'll say great to anything. Your style's weird for a man. Okay, okay. Sure. Fine. However, this goes beyond style. This has nothing to do with style. This has to do with me when you come out in a bun going, Awooka! like the mask and like my heart pops out like bum, 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 and the eyes bulge and everything. That is the reaction with the bun. It, it has nothing to do with style. It has everything to do with sex appeal. What's the noise that happens? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Awooka! <laughs> Can you do it better? I don't know how it's supposed to be done. Like, Awooka! Okay. Awooga! <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks. For you, this is a new question, by the way. I feel like no, this question was not Shane, on your original list. Here's the thing, because Shane has since brought up a style thing, but this was done at the beginning of the week. So it's funny. I kind of forgot about this question. Okay. Well, I very dislike... You bought these <laughs> new... What are these sandals called? Tevas. Tevas. And they just look terrible. They're practical. Yeah, but they look terrible. So I'm yes. saying it's not a good style. If we're just talking about style, ultimately, I would never bring up anything what you've worn. I don't <laughs> think I ever have. I don't think I've ever talked about your style ever. No, no. You, you've you've said things you haven't liked, though. Like, um, Oh, there was one shirt with very cheap buttons on it that was like a Swedish, like, what's the, the German festival? The, La the beer like, festival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer fest. Or like no. Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. <laughs> you, you were dressing like one of those yeah. Oktoberfest models who wear the frilly thing and it's like a shoulder top. What are the shoulder tops called? I don't know. A shoulder top. P a puffy shoulder top. People know. And you had these cheap buttons. Okay. There was a dress actually that you weren't a big fan of. It was... We, we spoke about it. I forget if it was on this episode actually or a prior one, but... It oh, was, the one that said "fuck the police." Get out I of just here. found the slogan Shane. rude. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it's like the pink dress that kind of like when I wore it to um, Mike and Laura's wedding with you. It was too Barbie esque. I like Barbie and everything. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, what's wrong with Barbie esque? It just there's too much of Barbie. Mm -hmm. Like every if you it picture Barbie, Barbie and then something that's too much, too much of anything is bad. Too many abs are bad, right? Like if I was in too good of shape. That wouldn't be good. I'd hate my life. Okay. I'm no. just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What is the next question? Okay, the next question. We made the decision to get a bigger TV. Is there anything else that you wish was bigger? Is this a comedy routine? <laughs> is, it, that is, is it funny? Is this a roast? Is it no, funny? No, is the question just intended to be funny? No. No, it's an actual question. Okay, so my answer is what I wish was bigger. I would say my very large nose I wish was even larger <laughs> This is the answer you want, right? You want to humiliate me on, no. on live podcast? Oh, my gosh. Podca this isn't live, but 
we just did a live uh, and I was humiliated there with the lack of uh, people who were following us. But okay, <laughs> what do I wish was bigger? I wish we had a bigger basement mm-hmm. with a higher ceiling because I think at one point we're actually going to spend the money to drill into the ground so yeah. it, people can actually stand up who are over 6'4". Yeah, the people that own the house before us, they did that to a part, like a portion of it. I'd say a quarter of the basement or like a fifth of the basement, but it's just not enough. We need to do it more and they they did it well. Like It would be amazing to have an entire basement like that. Um, and we still do not have that large TV, by the way. We've made the decision to purchase it, but we've had no time to do any research <laughs> into it, figure out how we're going to get it here. So this TV may never come. Uh, the thing that I wish was bigger, and here's the thing, it's it's not even that I wish was bigger because it is big enough. I, I just wish we were utilizing it better. I know what you're going to say. What? My butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it my butt? No, it's not your butt. I was going to say utilizing it better. I was going to say you utilize no, it pretty well. our house. Well. Our house. So we have the floor space like on this. I'd say that we have the square footage, right? On the bottom and the top. But our top floor where our bedrooms are, it's it was essentially an attic before. So, so much of the top floor is like slanted funny. So we can't use all that floor space. And because of that, we're running into an issue where there's only two bedrooms upstairs. I don't want one of the girls to sleep downstairs. So it's like, do we raise the roof? Yes, we do. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and, uh, that noise just. I'm in a sound effects tonight. What can I say? So You're like the guy from Police Academy right now. <laughs> I don't know who that is. So we raise the roof, and then. Ooh, ooh. We... <laughs> I had to let people know that you were doing the dance. I think move. they got the vibe. Yeah. Uh, you can do that just with vocal tone. How? No, you just go, yes, we should. And they're like, oh, Shane's referring to actually <laughs> raising the roof. The ooh, ooh is just an unnecessary add-on. All right. So we raise the roof, make two bedrooms. Then we're using, we're, we're at least making more of our floor space, right? So it's like we got to lower from the bottom, raise from the top. But I, I just want a slight, like one bedroom's worth more of room in our house that's it Hmm. not a lot i don't think i'm being picky we've been in quarantine for a year if you could (laughs) ask i like how everything opens with a statement (laughs) so many qualifying points for the question okay if you could add one single outside thing to our current life what would it be so like for example i would add restaurants so if we could only choose to do one thing what would it be i would add restaurants because whether we went with the kids just for like a fun outing, you know, in the afternoon or whether you and I went on date night at a restaurant, I think that one little excursion would add so much. And it's like, what do we like to do more than eat and drink delicious foods and beverages, right? It's like nothing. So yeah, but that's restaurants are more about the ambience. We're still eating like there's no tomorrow and oh, but we're eating amazing foods and probably better than had there never been a pandemic True. because- the whole world's opened up in terms of delivery now. Yeah. The only thing we're missing is the ambiance. Yeah. But for me, it would be similar, like to leave the house and do an event every day. I think an afternoon escape room every day of our life would be very what? I'm, 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 No. Okay. Uh, what would I want to do? <laughs> There's nothing that I could picture you actually enjoying less than an escape room. Well, I would just be trapped in there to this very day. I would never leave it. <laughs> I'm not good at that sort of thing. Okay, even though we didn't do this a lot ever, I would say stand-up comedy shows. <gasps> yes. I think that we've only been like three times in our entire yeah. relationship, but we've always had the best time. However, before the pandemic struck, we were doing a thing where we're like, we're going to start seeing stand-up all the time. And then boom, no stand-up. So I think we could do for like some stand-up nights. I think that's a great Shane, day. I think that's a fantastic idea. So it's funny because so often we talk about the one stand-up show that we went to together. I think it was in the Vegas. first time. Yeah, we saw Harlan Pepper. And <laughs> get out. It's not Harlan Pepper's a band. <laughs> Harlan Williams. Harlan Williams, the guy from Dumb and Dumber yeah. who goes, You pumpkin pie haircut it freak. Get the hell out of here. He's That's the police officer in Dumb and Dumber. You did that well. Thank you. Um, but he was hilarious. And honestly, I'd say once every two weeks, Shane and I either make a Harlan William jo- Williams joke or we just talk about that night because it was so fun. 
It was so fun. And every comedian that was on that night was hilarious. And we were just having the best time. Oh, it was perfect. Perfect night in Vegas. Your dad was came down with us. Mm-hmm. He was watching Lucy. Betty hadn't been born yet. Betty, like you were able to actually drink on this trip because you weren't pregnant. Yeah, yeah. It was it was right before we were gonna try to get pregnant again. So mm-hmm. we had kind of had a few family vacations in this like little sweet spot. And we're like, when we get home from this trip, we're gonna start trying. So, you know, we we're gonna kinda stop drinking and Yes, we, we made a vow to do three vaca- wild vacations in <laughs> one summer. We did. So we went to Jamaica, Vegas, and where else did we PEC. go? PEC. PEC. Yes. It was so fun. But uh, yeah, that was like the best Vegas trip. And actually, that's where we thought of the name Betty. We were sitting in a pool one day. And there's just something about Vegas and like the old, you know, we're hanging Tattoos, out in old Vegas yeah. a lot. And just like. Oh, showgirls, which be the old like. Yeah. Like people are named Betty out there. Yeah. And, and just. Pearl and yes. Lucy. And, and sitting in the pool, I was like, what do you think of Betty for. If we have another kid and it's it's a girl, do you, do you like that name? And Shane was like, yeah, down. So we didn't have another conversation about it. We only had conversation about possible boys' names. But, yeah, we were sold on Betty. Well, and this could be a Vegas influence, too, because we were thinking boy ace. <laughs> which may be influenced by cards. I'm not sure. But that, that was so fun. That was such a fun trip. And Vegas might seem like the last place you want to bring your kid. And, like, there were some hassles and everything, but we had such a great time. We was, never remember our hotel name. No. What was it? We had it the other day. Ugh. The Grand... Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Was yes. it? Yes, Mandalay yes, Bay. Mandalay Bay. Amazing. Beautiful pool. Like the best pool system ever. It was beautiful. Well, anytime you have a lazy river, it's the Ugh. best pool system ever. Oh my gosh. And But then they had that wave pool, but it was like really relaxed waves. Mm. Like it beautiful. It so good and... I don't know. It was just a great time in our life. Well, it was hilarious because every, like, we'd sit there at the pool at the Lazy River only, basically, every single afternoon. And between me, Shane, and my dad, we just take turns, like, bringing Lucy on our float because we all had little floaties. So Lucy would just play, like, musical floats with all of us. And then we'd just float around all day and have the greatest time. And there were so many pools. And, like, some were very warm. Some were, like, a nice refreshing Mm -hmm. temperature. And the people watching was out of this world. It was the best. And then at night, we would go to, like, all these tiki bars because your dad was watching Lucy. And one night, we just took uber to uber to uber Mm -hmm. just like what seven bars oh it was so fun and we didn't even mean to do this but we were in uber pool and i recommend taking uber pool in vegas Vegas only because you'll meet the most interesting people and uh someone got into the car with us and was saying we were goths shame that was like the third person that night. Yeah, so we were just trying to find this freaking tiki bar, which is like old school. It's like Sammy Davis Jr.'s favorite tiki bar. And it's like, wait, it's not even on either of the strips. It's like in the middle of nowhere. It so was we're featured just, in the movie Swingers. Yes. Yeah. So we're just trying to find this place. And bartenders at one of the bars we were at were like, oh, you guys will like this bar. It's called like, I don't know. Gothica. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you guys will like this one. It seems up your alley. And Shane and I were like, oh, okay, weird. And then we get in an Uber. There's two other people in the Uber with us. They were hammed. And uh, they were like, oh, you guys would love Gothica. Like, it seems right up your alley. And we're looking at each other like, what about we're just us laughing. right now? <laughs> well, I think I was wearing a black shirt because I have that Kitten Ace black shirt that I like. Yeah. And that's like my going out looking good shirt. And I think it got misconstrued as a gothic slant. <laughs> I guess I was wearing, and I only know the shirt I was wearing because we have photos from that night. But I had like a like a black shirt on too. Oh, you were wearing, so. Do you remember? So it was like, it was like a one sleeve. It's really mm-hmm. pretty. And uh, it has a puffy sleeve there. I, I like mm. my puffy sleeves. It has one puffy sleeve and the other sleeve has nothing. And it's like, just like open. This sounds odd. It's a one sleeve shirt. One long sleeve, one nothing? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's like kind of like a belly top. Like it's got a lot going on, but it's yeah. pretty. But okay. yeah, maybe, maybe it gives off goth Well, vibes. they probably thought someone ripped a sleeve off and you were yeah. just owning it, which is a very Marilyn Manson <laughs> thing to do. But yeah, no, I think comedy show would be so fun. So fun. Yes. Next question, please. If you had one piece of dating advice to give a friend... What would it be? In in second part of the question, before oh, you even answer, would you take this advice yourself? Or like, have you yes. taken this advice yourself? So like, I guess what I'm asking yes. is, the advice that you would give, is it something that you learned from experience because you did it wrong? Or is it just something that you've always known that's been handy? 
something I've always known. Being in a relationship is the most important thing in your entire life. It's the it's the thing you're going to be doing and the person you're going to be around more than anyone else. Your family, if you, if you're lucky, your your coworkers, anyone. Like you're going to be around mm-hmm. this person and they're going to be a witness to your life. So some people just act like all casual about it and like they think it's cool not to stress about it or to be like, oh, when it happens, it happens. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but what if it doesn't? Maybe if it happens, it happens if you're unbelievably good looking and it's just always happening for you. But if it's not and you're a normal human, it's a numbers game. So the more you put yourself out there, the higher the likelihood is you're eventually going to find someone who's a good match. You know, that's like, you know, people who are wanting to date, obviously. And who well, are why wanting... wouldn't you want to date? Wouldn't you want to be in love? I don't understand. Like, do people not want to be in love? Well, I, I guess some people are just like, cool being I guess you know what I mean so I did this advice is like everyone predicated I've, on people wanting to I'll date. say this everyone I've known who has been in the situation where they played it cool and been that cool person eventually has gotten to the point where they feel like they've wasted their best years or now they're not so cool and now they may be lonely so that is my tip all right all right and what look, do you think though my no, way off base here? no 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 so mine actually you just said it but mine is don't play it cool. So mine's just putting yourself out there and being yourself, like not holding. The only time I really played it cool on a date was when I knew I didn't like the person anyway. You played it cool with me. You were being different. <laughs> I'm telling you, you came in with <clears throat> you came in with a game plan, and your game plan was I'm Miss Popular Barbie, and I'll play coy, and he'll like that because you gotta be the cat, or you gotta be the mouse, and he's gotta be the cat. That was your plan. Well, maybe. So, Definitely. hey, well, I, I say now, play it cool. Mm. Play it cool. I'm saying don't play it cool. Don't play it cool. I may have played it cool. This is confusing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm conflicted. But I may have played it cool in the past, but who knows? I think things would have progressed. Could they have progressed? progressed quicker with Shane and I? Who knows? I mean, we're engaged within six months anyway, but perhaps. That was all me. Perhaps if I uh, had not played it cool, wait, if I, yeah, had not played it cool, we would have been engaged after four months. Be yourself because there's too many times when people are stressing, like, I'm, I'm just thinking about friends of mine and everything like that, where people are stressing about, you know, it's like the whole swingers thing. Like, do I call after? Do I have to wait three days? Can I call right away? Like, if you're into somebody, let them know that you're into them. Like, be into them. Enjoy being into them. And if they're into you, they're into you. If they're not, then whatever. But like, if you're a good match for somebody, I think that you're just going to be into each other. You know what I mean? What do you think about that? I don't know. I still played all the little requisite games that are necessary to not seem desperate. Or You to... and I were texting like a few hours after I dropped you off the next day. Well, you vibe it out. Some people, they have their walls up and they're not willing to kiss you or act like they like you. And in that case, I'll vibe out too until I get break through those walls and see the real person. But I'm willing to play all those little games. Mm-hmm. I'm also willing to move on extremely quickly like i'm the type if the relationship's over next night i'm on a date Mm -hmm. no well that's that's how i've always played and i am not emotionless towards the other relationship but my way to move on is to move on Mm -hmm. well that's how i always recommend to friends to get over somebody is to schedule you know if it's to get under somebody (laughs) no but just no that's the expression i know that but i don't mean to that degree i'm just saying go on a date and you know just have have a nice time with somebody and of course all right next question what's the scariest thing that you've ever done well when you and i were on a trip to my boss's cottage, I, I almost killed us because I didn't have it in the right gear when we were going up a mountain. The car stopped, rolled back, and almost flipped into my boss's cottage. And that was would have been bad. Like, if yeah. we didn't die, we would have been seriously injured. Like, very seriously injured. And owed your boss a ton of money for cottage yeah. repairs. Well, he had sold his cottage. This was like the last blast. So I'm sure insurance would have covered it, but I would have been in trouble either yeah if not financial trouble (laughs) definite like boss doesn't trust me anymore trouble and i look incompetent 
Uh, for me, it would be night snorkeling. I went night snorkeling. I was working in Mexico for a while and uh, we became friends with the snorkeling leader because like, we were staying in a little beach resort. And Did he have a crush on you, Alan? I wasn't going to bring that up. Oh, you weren't? But yes, he did. Oh, I guess he was a man with a heartbeat. <laughs> and uh, so anyhow, so he was like, hey, do you and your staff, like I can take you guys night snor- snorkeling for free, whatever. So he did. And like the, the pier that we would jump off to go snorkeling was, it was right in front of our hotel. And I mean, you could jump off in the day, Shane. It was incredible. So I'd go in, we'd go in with my ban- uh, bananas and we'd teach the kids because we had students you, there with sorry, us. Sorry, back that up. You'd go in with bananas? Yes. The kids would do biology lessons in the water and they'd oh, be learning feed the about fish the ocean. Bananas. So then you'd have the bananas and then the fish would come and Shane, you would get swarmed by the most beautiful tropical fish. Except if you were the one holding the banana, sometimes they they'd try to be eating the banana, but then they'd nip at you, your fingers. Do they peel the banana or do you do it for the fish? No, no, no. Like you'd go in there with it peeled. Uh anyhow, so this guy takes his night snorkeling and it's just terrifying because like right off the pier it's already 30 feet deep i'm like oh this is perfect shark water and so we're like swimming around he's like oh if we get lucky we will see some sharks and i was like i don't want you can't see see underwater at night can you we had flashlights like underwater flashlights for night snorkeling uh but it was very cool like we saw we saw a bunch of barracudas we saw an octopus things like that but sorry the whole time uh he was really excited about hopefully finding some sharks and i was just honestly i was like this is a horror movie like this is a horror movie you know a bunch of staff goes in the water they're all swimming they're having a great time trying to jokingly find some sharks and then freaking jaws comes and just eats my legs off and then i'm i'm a goner that was the scariest part just doing it yeah 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 because the whole time we were doing it i couldn't relax and fully enjoy it just because I was I was so terrified the whole time it was, mm. it was very scary for me another one that I did was when I was in Amsterdam I was on a work trip I, we did like a two-day layover in Amsterdam and we were walking the streets and there was like some soccer hooligans and they came mm. up to me and my friend and they were a little tipsy but just slightly off and they were saying that they didn't like tourists and I was I was a little I had been drinking so I was like we're not tourists. <laughs> I go, this guy is part Dutch. And I was like, he was he was born. I was like saying he was like born there or something. And then they went to punch us in the face. How, wait, it, wait, 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 wait. How does it go from he's part Dutch to them trying to punch you in the face? They just thought I was lying and they just took a swing. So we run. We just boot it. They start chasing us. We go to, like, I'm, we're, we were faster than these guys, luckily. So we go, get to a cab. I bang on it. I get in the cab and then the soccer hooligans, I'm like, go to the cabbie. Mm-hmm. The cabbie takes off. Soccer hooligans catch up what? to the cab. And then I go to the cabbie, hurry, you idiot. <laughs> like I was drunk. And he goes, he po- he stops the car. He goes, don't call me an idiot. But the g- guys are breaking into the car and they're like punching the window. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please go. Please go. I'm sorry, sir. I'm like, I'm, I didn't know what to do. I'm nervous. Jeez. And he goes, okay. And he takes off. But. That was like big trouble. Can you imagine if he was in with the hooligans and then just drove you to a dead end? Well, that'd be a horror film. I know. See, this is the thing. I always just think of the worst case scenarios. And that's why sometimes like if you're gone for the night, Shane, I cannot sleep because I'm just thinking of all the different things that could happen all night long until like 3 a.m. And then I just I pass out of exhaustion mm-hmm. and I, I can't stop. Like if I was getting chased by those hooligans in that cab, I'd be like, they're working as a team. This is it. I'm a goner. I'd be calling my mom on the phone. Like Alex also thought we were going to get a divorce this week <laughs> because we were, we were working a lot this week. Like this was a, a big work week for us and it was a little stressful. So you thought we were going to get divorced. I thought that it was the only uh, possible, not solution, solution not Way solution, out. but like, I thought it was the only thing that could happen. And then, you know, you just get a good sleep and you get done your work tasks and everything's back to normal. See, I knew you were bummed out, but I didn't get the sense that you thought it was divorce. Well, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's, <laughs> that's where my head was at. I really, I really, uh, like, 
I don't know if this is a thing. Like, is this a condition where people, their mind just goes into the worst case scenarios? Like, always? Like, no matter what I'm doing. I could, I could be walking down the street and somebody's walking behind me a little quickly. And I, I think that they're going to get me, you know? And I think that I'm done for. And, like, I, I get scared a lot. I thought you were so happy-go-lucky. I am, but I get, I get uh, I'm very on edge, I guess, when mm. I'm out and about. Okay. I'm going out on a limb with this one, but I think it could be interesting, okay? Mm-hmm. An alien touches down to Earth, and you are the representative for humanity, okay? So you have to explain what life is like, human life, to this alien. And the alien has one question, and you have to answer it or else he's going to blow up the planet. He said, what is love? And you have to explain the concept of love to this alien. How do you explain it? I would just say... Baby, don't hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) The concept of love? I would just say, do you know what like is? And they would go, yes, (laughs) I like you, Earth friend. And I would say, it's like that, but when you really, 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 really like someone a lot. That's brutal. An alien's not going to get that. You go first then. That's Well, I didn't really have an answer because I I thought you were going to come up with something like prophetic. Prophetic. That question was pathetic (laughs) (laughs) like what what's with the aliens there just ask what what my definition of love is. well because the alien makes it fun no and he's gonna blow up the earth if you don't give him a good thing i get that it makes you seem like you have a really good question when really you're saying what's the meaning of love yes and you're hoping like i can't back out definition and here's the thing with him possibly blowing up our planet if your definition isn't good or easy to understand like he just blew up the planet i was trying to avoid you giving a crappy definition i don't know when you feel like you can't be without someone yeah i think that's good okay yeah alien alien says that's cool it doesn't blow up the planet good thanks for saving humanity shane i'm glad to help where are those freaking divorce papers okay final question are you ready yep what is your favorite album or playlist for a date night? I always tell them the same thing. I always find myself put on a Leon Bridges all-time playlist and yeah, you're that's good. Great. And I like Luke Lalonde's solo work mm-hmm. from Born Ruffians. That's yeah. my answer. No, that's a good answer. Motown. Any Motown playlist. Oh, so good. Just put on Motown. And that's going to be a great like fun date night too. Like yeah. that amps up the vibe a little. What's a Cupid? Lay, lay deck your bow. Lay deck your bow? Lay back your bow. Yeah. <laughs> what is that man's name? Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke. Yeah, any Sam Cooke playlist. Smokey Robinson. But you know what, Shane? It's another date night in the can. Another one I feel good about. And hey, if you feel like we're winners, if you feel like you're a winner, we would love it if you go and give us five stars nice comment and have yourselves a lovely day thank you for listening to date night goodbye